Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Om Shabbat Shalom. Holy way of the Most High. Om Shabbat Shalom. I sense your presence. Om Shabbat Shalom. Holy way of the Most High. Om Shabbat Shalom. I sense your presence. I sense your presence. And I am the light within your soul. In the absence of truth and right, love makes the circle whole. And here we stand in line, waiting for some sacred sign. But to find the balance is the purpose of this time. To restore the balance of the universal mind. In the presence of my Lord of light and love Everything I see aspiring to be free And when I call to thee And come on bending knee Surrender to the all-pervading light and love Reflections of the one surrounding me with love And I sense your presence I sense your presence I sense your presence I sense your presence Within and without Above and below, yeah East, West, North, and South, I sense your presence. Without and within, below and above, yeah, yeah. East, West, North, and South, I sense your presence. I sense your presence. Within your soul, 
um, next week, too, I do have a great guest coming up, so you're going to want to check in for that as well. Here we delve into a variety of different topics, tools, resources, and thoughts that will allow for your personal exploration, universal insights, and expanding your perception of how life and the world works. What I do is I am a coding interpreter, and I interpret a person's life codes to allow them to live a life filled with compassion. Looking at their individual blueprint in this incarnation and how their energy flows and vibrates in the world. I've created the Genesis Clearing Statement, which is available through where other people have interviewed me, and you can find that uh, on my website under the Media tab, under Radio Shows on my website, jessianniclesgeorge, the number one.com. I've also authored four books, You, Me, Life Dreams, and its companion workbook, which is all about relationships and finding the perfect partner for you, and also Activating Compassion and its companion workbook, which is kind of a you know, getting to know what compassion is all about and what it's like to live a life of compassion and how to implement that easily into everyday life. And then I'm also a collaborator on a book called Embraced by the Divine, The Emerging Woman Gateway to Power, Passion, and Purpose. And I've also created the True North Tour, which is a multi-state nationwide tour, including workshops, retreats, book signings, all kinds of various events involved in that. And, uh, you know, that's something where I know I've been laying low for the year here, and I've been kind of just, you know, settling in, doing some various things, but um, that is going to be getting started up again. I did a small uh, part of uh, the True North Tour uh, back last fall, and um, hoping to do a little bit more along the way here. I will be around the California, Southern California region, um, passing through, uh, it looks like the Denver area, um, headed up near the Montana area, um, probably headed into Canada here in the very new future. And so if you are around any of those ways coming or going, uh, probably passing through the Vegas area, things like that. So if you're in any of those regions, you know, feel free to contact me if you um, have a group or something that you'd like me to come and speak to or participate with or things like that that are, you know, you, you say, hey, I'd love for you to just come and share some of your journey or things like that. I'm happy to connect with you and happy to do that um, and, and to make those live connections. I love meeting people in person, so it's pretty cool when I get to do that, especially when people have been listening in and, and um, following my work for a while. It's really fun to connect. I really appreciate, by the way, all of those who share my shows here because when you do, you are literally changing lives. And so often just by simply clicking that share button, a life is trans transformed through the information and experiences that are shared here. And those that come into it, um, you know, through that means, you know, when you share it, they can always listen to it in the archives by using that same link that you used to get into our live show today. And then they can listen to it at their convenience. And my shows can also be found through the Main Street Universe listing as a podcast, again, through iTunes and TuneIn.com, as well as on my YouTube channel. So I bet people are kind of thinking, hey, let's start to delve in <laughs> today. Well, we're going to start to get there, and we've got an exciting show today. Certainly uh, a lot of people, I think, in this series of retrogrades have been Wow, taking some pretty big, deep breaths, I think, and coming to some pretty big acceptance levels and probably hitting some big frustration levels, too, along the way. But 
before we get started into everything, those that have listened into my show before, you know that I love to delve into the 72 names of God. Every week I just flip the page and see what the message is that comes up. And then I do post this message, by the way, on my page of the Main Street Universe tab on my website. And um, you can go in and that way you can reflect on it during the week and things too. And I love Yehuda's work because he's a fallen master, but he takes the big concepts, he puts them into the everyday language, and I that's kind of the way I function too. You know, let's get it down to where it applies in our own lives because that's where we're going to be able to really take in that information and, and implement it. So this week, the message that we have from Yehuda is um, the common name of God is the, is called Define Gravity. Okay, Define Gravity. I bet we'd all like to do that a little bit, right? Who, who out there would love to just float through the air, fly through the air, <laughs> you know, be light as a feather, <laughs> things like that? Okay, so when we look at Define Gravity, his initial message is, our true destiny is control of all reality through the force of our imagination. With the power of our thoughts guided by the light within our soul. And how do we manifest this destiny? He goes on to provide the following insight. Everyone fantasizes about having the power of mind over matter. But according to Kabbalah, we already possess it. And we use it every day without even realizing it. And here's the problem. 99% of our thoughts and consciousness are controlled by ego. Thus, our negative thinking influences physical reality in a detrimental way. All the troubles of the world, disease, earthquakes, famines, crime, the concealment of God's light, the lack of belief in the reality of the human soul, it's all the result of our negative self-centered consciousness. We create this reality every moment. Pessimism, doubt, and cynicism become self-fulfilling prophecies. Now, more ironic is the fact that our innate ability of mind over matter is hidden from us only because we don't believe it to be true. If we allow ego desires to guide our existence, we're forever imprisoned and ruled by physical matter. There's only so far we can go. And it, is very, and it isn't very far at all. And we need to see beyond illusion. We need to unmask the players in the masquerade. If we allow the authentic yearnings of our soul to be our prime motivating force in life, as opposed to the illusory temptations of the material world, mind over matter will become our new reality. How do we accomplish this? By continually rejecting self-centered behavior, we gain the ability for mind to absolutely control the material world in a purely positive, constructive, and miraculous manner. That's a lot to think about. So we gain that ability to have mind over matter, absolutely control through positive, not the negative, but positive. It's a really big point that he's making there. Now, the meditation he goes on to give for this is you unleash the power of mind over matter, the soul over the ego, and the spiritual over the physical. The goal is 
not to renounce the physical world, but to eliminate its control over you and to become the true captain of your own fate. Everything becomes possible. That's a really powerful meditation, and this is something for us to carry through in our own lives, and I talk about it frequently with people, is this fact that it's not about denouncing everything. It's not about giving everything up necessarily. What it's about is not allowing it to have total control over you. Same soul-centered, Okay. Soul-centered doesn't mean you can't have great experiences in life or, or enjoy some of the luxuries in life. It just means that you don't let them govern your life. And that's the point that Yehuda is getting to. And when we do that, we are able to step into this concept and this aspect of God known as divine gravity. Now, the formal name that he gives on this is Vav Vav Lamed. Okay, Vav Vav Lamed. And that is Yehuda's message for this week. Very cool message coming from him. Now, we've got a little thought here before we delve into the meteor part of our show. And I know a lot of people are anxious today. They're like, please, please, please tell me about this retrograde thing. I've got to get it together. Well, you know, this is really a perfect thing for Yehuda to come in because we get wrapped up in the retrogrades, right? And we start letting the material world have control over our lives. And that's where we get bumped and bruised around in this process. So it's actually a very appropriate message. And the retrogrades are actually a great time oftentimes for us to get back to getting connected with our soul. But we're going to talk a lot more about that here soon. Little thought to get us headed in the direction of where we're going today and some of the things that we're going to talk about. Have you been feeling a bit overwhelmed lately? How about irritated, edgy, angry, or just heavy in some way or area of your life? If so, you may be experiencing what can feel like a hostile takeover of your life. I've talked in the past about retrogrades and how to work with them. Now, many astrologers, myself included, talk about the importance of honoring what they offer, rest, relaxation, patience, review, reflection, and so on. Now, still, many find some huge emotional swings that seem to come out of nowhere. And even those that are co-creating and actively and consciously working on themselves can feel the impact of a retrograde, particularly if it is time for them to release something. Now, this year is another one that hits us hard with multiple planetary retrogrades. And many have expressed that they are feeling so much aggression and irritation right now. Tensions are high and people are feeling anxious and nervous and not knowing why. Could it be that every unresolved issue and trigger is coming full throttle at us? Now, most are familiar with the Mercury retrograde. And this year, we have more than the average train of them. While we make a big deal of them, oftentimes they are simply part of a natural cycle, like resting and being active, like the ebb and flow of ocean waves, like the sun and the moon and the sky. Now, I think part of what frustrates people the most is some of the human basic, needing to take pauses, but feeling they can't. 
having things slow down or feel stagnant when they want to be moving forward, trying to control things and finding they can't force them into being, unexpected tensions and irritations over things that we thought were, un- were resolved within and without. And we receive so many blessings in these retrogrades. It is amazing we aren't celebrating them instead of arguing with them. And what makes them so hard for many is that it shows them that the work that still needs to be done, the feelings and thoughts that we haven't mastered yet, it offers us valuable information that allows us to operate wisely with greater foresight, making adjustments before we get further along the way in something. Now, the things that we choose to ignore the most, consciously or unconsciously, will surface during the retrograde. The things that we don't like or don't want to deal with rise up to where we can't ignore them. We are shown our responsibility. How often do you hear people saying, I just knew what was holding me back, or if I just knew what was holding me back? Well, retrogrades show us just that but oftentimes we don't like what we are seeing. In the code interpretation work that I do, we are shown that retrogrades show us where we are being deceived, where we are deceiving ourselves and those in our life that are being deceptive with us. It shows us where we are choosing unwisely and what the cause of our, is of our grief. And this is a sort of lifting of the veils where we get to see all that we normally cannot see, the hidden pieces. Now, of course, there are many layers from there, depending on which planets are retrograde. If there is more than one, how are they combining together for bigger messages? And how those influences interact with our personal influences and so on. Given this insight, isn't it perhaps wiser for us to stand in gratitude with all of these frustrations and button-pushing insights? What if instead of spending time being angry and irritated, we paused and said something like, thank you for showing me what I need to work on and what needs to be adjusted? I choose to make those adjustments joyously, appreciating that I can once again move forward. Now, we may not like what we see when retrogrades come our way, but the information will show us just what we need. Remember, you can't change what you don't know you need to change. And retrogrades show us what we need to change in order to create greater connection with spirit and flow in our lives, allowing us to be more fully abundant, joyous, and compassionate. So now, take that deep breath. And remind yourself, you will get through this, and say a giant thanks for the disclosure of information you are receiving. What things are irritating you right now? How can you use the information you are being given to make adjustments and open greater doors for yourself? Wow, some pretty big thoughts in there, huh, for this week? And that's going to be something to ponder a little bit here as we're moving more into the meat of the show because we don't oftentimes stop and thank the retrogrades for what they're giving us because we get too wrapped up in the frustrations and what we are allowing to control us instead of saying, oh, my goodness, I've been allowing this to control me. Let me step back and pause 
and take a breath for a minute and regain my center. Retrogrades are amazing, amazing tools. They, they, they show us all that hidden garbage. And that's a powerful thing for us to receive. The code energy for this week is all about priorities and focusing on what is important in the bigger picture, as we might say. There may be thousands of things that need to be done. However, it can be easy to overlook the most important things while trying to get through the day-to-day things. And in this pattern, it is important to place your own well-being and needs as a priority. If you need to get something done for yourself, do it. What is needed for you to be in your best self needs to take priority at this time. This is about standing in purpose and spiritual well-being, nourishing the light within and without, which, of course, always starts within. During this week, it is a necessity to develop our spiritual self. If you don't consciously make this your top priority, you are likely to see delays, hindrances, to your plans come up. Surrender to some time for yourself where you can get centered and collected. Wow. Big stuff there happening this week. And that code energy, by the way, that message is also posted on my page of the Main Street Universe chat on my website, jessianicholsgeorge1.com so that you can go back and take a look at it throughout the week because I love to do that. Go back and respond and go, wow, where is that message? I'm hitting a rough point in the week. What's going on? I'm going to take a short break, and when we return, I will be talking about the codes of the planets in retrograde and the codes of retrograde itself and how the interaction of all these retrograding planets have insights to share with us. The song that I have for you during our break today is called Do You Love Me? And it's like Claire Hedin. And it's perfect, right, that this song would come up this week because I just rotate my songs out. <laughs> but it's perfect it would come up this week because I think there's a lot of people wondering if they're feeling loved. You know, they're questioning that right now, not just a human love, but divine love <laughs> right now from the universe. By the way, if you'd like to find out more about Claire's work, you can certainly do so. Connect with our music and the rest of her work through her website, clairehedin.com, that's C-L-A-R-E-H-E-D-I-N.com. And we will be back in just a few minutes. Are you capable? Are you capable? 
You are listening to The Code Connection, and my name is Jesse on Nichols George. I'm your hostess today, and you were just listening to a song called Do You Love Me? It's by Claire Hedine, and again, you can check out all of Claire's work and her music and all the incredible things she's doing through her website, www.clairehedine.com. That's C-L-A-R-E-H-E-D-I-N.com. And today, we are delving into a topic that I think is hitting home for a whole lot of people right now, <laughs> and that is all these planets that are in retrograde. And what I do, for those that are just tuning in, I am a coding interpreter. So I actually look at the blueprints of things. I look at the energy current that things have in them, and that allows me to delve into the truth of what is happening in the world or with somebody or in their life or things like that. And, you know, I have seen people in this series of retrogrades that normally are not that affected by the retrogrades, and I'm seeing them really affected. <laughs> and I have to admit, even myself, I've had my little points along the way here that, you know, the tensions have rose and, and things like that. And it comes at a time, I think, right now because, Part of the intensity is 
normally in April we will get four or five planets that go into Mars. And this is a really, you know, challenging thing for a lot of people. That Mars energy tends to be very reactive and very impatient. And so we tend to see more accidents on the road and all of those types of things. So we're coming off of that Aries energy, but in addition to it, we have this whole huge series of retrogrades going on. And when we look at a planet being retrograde, this is what we call, you know, they kind of refer to it as a backwards movement in the planet. It reverses back through a sign a little bit and then moves forward again and, and this type of thing. And so in this motion, even though it's not physically moving backwards, let's say, it is through the astrological signs. And that's, <laughs> I know that can sound very, very confusing. It is and it isn't, right? But with our retrograde energy, it it is that time that it, it's going to shine light on the darkness a lot of times. And, and most astrologers, when they're looking at retrograde planets, they're looking at that reversal action. And what we have is we have three key points to the retrogrades. Now, I'll tell you right up front, if you think you're ever going to be totally away from the retrograde, you're probably not because some retrogrades can last for a very long time. And every year we have retrogrades going on, right? Most people have heard about the Mercury retrograde, which affects our mind and thinking abilities and computers and technology and things like that. Well, This year, we actually have four Mercury retrogrades instead of the normal three. But planets are constantly coming and going in and out of retrogrades. But we have three main components to that retrograde. We have the pre-retrograde phase, we have the retrograde phase, and then we have the post-retrograde phase that goes on. And oftentimes, the pre- and the post-period are equally as long as the period that they're actually in retrograde. So for some of our slower-moving planets that, say, go retrograde six months out of every year, (laughs) right, you're never really totally getting out of that retrograde energy 100%. Um, You know, some astrologers will say, yeah, well, no, it doesn't last the full time when it's that long, but in a sense it does. So we're constantly having these effects, which is why it's more important to learn how do we work with that energy current? Just like when I'm working with codes, and, and that's what I love about codes. It's about this is an energy current. It's not right or wrong. It doesn't have to be horrible. Um, even if it's a challenging code, it doesn't have to be horrible and, and awful um, because some people can take those challenging codes and they really thrive during um, those challenging energy vibrations that, that mostly are too big and heavy for a lot of people. So everybody's a little bit different in that sense. And um, so in some ways, we always have a certain amount of retrogrades going on. We just tend to not notice some of the slower moving planets as much as we notice the faster moving planets. And, um, you know, Sharita Starr explains that really great when she talks about astrology because she she mentions it in that the faster-moving planets affect your day-to-day life um, more, which is why we notice them uh, more frequently. And what happens with the slower-moving planets, those can sometimes, they affect generations. 
more than your day-to-day life. So like when Pluto goes through a particular sign, it tends to affect an entire generation um, there because it's there for such a long period of time, right? If you look at a planet that takes 27 or 30 years or things like that to cycle through a sign, then that's more of a generation. <laughs> it's, a, it's a period. It's an era <laughs> of things. So we don't notice it as much because we come into it, we live in it, and it's always there. It's constant, if we want to say that. Whereas the other pieces that are faster moving are the, are the changes, and people always notice changes more when you think about it, right? How many of us get a little more upsettled by the shifts and the changes and being under constant change than having constants in our life. So that's kind of a little background to, to some of that. But what's going on right now, because people, as I mentioned before, that normally aren't heavily impacted by the planet moving retrograde are being impacted this time around. And I'm even seeing a lot of spiritual people that have been caught off guard a bit, who found their irritations and their anger going up and things like that. Well, why is that? Because oftentimes when we get retrogrades going on, we have one or two or three going on. And, of course, last year we got hit very heavy with a big point of of quite a few, all in retrograde at one time. Matter of fact, uh, some uh, Charita used to call it uh, – the, the retrograde, retrograde train, I think it was, is how she referred to it because it was just constant retrograde all year long, um, constant faster-moving planets going into the retrograde. This year what we have going on right now is we currently have five planets that are completely retrograde right now. And that's a lot of heavy energy. I mean, when you think about it and you've got, what, 9, 10, 11, 12 planetary kind of influences that you're dealing with in there, what happens when you've got, that's, that's at least five of them. But it's not just the five that are retrograde right now because we have one that's getting ready to go direct very soon here. Um, it is that we have two more that are getting ready to go retrograde. So we're actually getting the retrograde influence of seven planets right now, not just five, but seven. <laughs> and I think that's where this intensity is coming from and having this happen, particularly in the month of April, being the heaviest hit on this. And you combine that with the Mars energy and the Aries energy and all that fire and all that naturally impatient energy, that is where we have really probably seen people struggling more because there may be some people have learned, okay, it's Aries, it's this energy, I'm more reactive, I'll pay more attention. Some people have learned, okay, it's retrograde time, I'll pay more attention. But when you start to combine this massive level, this is where people are just like, can I give up now? Can I get off the the ride? (laughs) I'm not feeling so good anymore. And here again, this is where we want to come back into it. So what I decided to do was say, hey, let's do a show today on what's retrograde. Let's take a look at these influences and let's take a look at what this is all about because really what we have going on when we're talking this many planets is we have a convergence going on. We have what I would refer to as a retrograde convergence going on. And 
if we just look at the code energy alone of retrogrades, this is going to bring in maybe a new perspective for you about retrogrades and, and what their energy is about. But um, one of the pieces in that is that the key, key piece of, of retrograde energy is about responsibility. And that's why I feel oftentimes retrogrades feel really heavy or they feel really challenging or frustrating to people, why they can become very irritating, because this is a point where we're forced to deal more with our material world responsibilities. We're forced to take care of things. So when we look at a retrograde, if we look at it being this responsibility piece, okay, and this is as a single retrograde, okay, versus plural, the energy of a plural retrograde. So singularly, it's about responsibility, which means we need to be operating on our own accord. That means that's the time that we really want to focus on, you know, getting that bill paid off. Um, instead of going out and spending 100 bucks on dinner, maybe you spend 10 bucks on dinner, and you put the other 90 bucks towards paying off the bill, okay, or, or something of that nature. You, you, you do the responsible thing with it. And a lot of people resist responsibility. Now, those that have been following my journey, particularly over the last couple of years, have learned that this is something I live with <laughs> in my codes, which means when I'm living with this energy, I have to make my own decisions. I can't allow myself to be influenced by others. Um, I can listen to them. I can take heed to their advice. I can integrate that, take it in, see how it works for me. But I cannot shift what I feel I need to do, what I know I need to do, because somebody tells me to. Uh, that gets me into a lot of trouble. I also can't live in speculation. In other words, uh, what that means is that let's say I have a steady flow client coming through and I'm seeing that I'm making, you know, X amount of dollars per month, $2,000 a month, whatever it is. And I see that gradually increasing and steady flows coming in, and I'm thinking, wow, okay, there shouldn't be any problem, right, having that amount of money coming in. So I can spend accordingly based on the fact I'm going to have that in. Well, if I do that, inevitably, I will lose a lot of that many sources because that's how my coding works. Uh, however, if I function with what's in hand and I look at it and say, okay, granted I should be having this $2,000 a month coming in, but right now I only have $500 in my bank account, then I need to work with that $500, okay? That's what it means to not operate under speculation. And that's also about responsibility, right? It's more responsible to, to only work with what you have here and now in this moment <laughs> versus what you should be getting in, which is more like borrowed credit, which puts us into some very negative cycles or very challenging cycles um, because it puts us in a lender-borrower pattern, which pulls us away from divine energy. Therefore, it makes it even harder for us to take care of things and to handle things in life. So, you know, when we look at all of these responsibility pieces, this is a big thing. Now, the cool thing is, is learning to work with this energy. I found that 
if I take and I pay off that bill and I do the responsible thing, I always end up with more money that allows me to go do something for myself. And yes, there's a balance, but when, you know, this is part of this type of energy pattern. So we want to think retrograde. When you look at retrograde, go, you know what, where can I make a little adjustment and pay this thing off? Where can I be a little more responsible in life? Now, that's a single retrograde all on its own. When we talk about retrograde plural, okay, multiple retrogrades going on, we now move into an energy that is really about deception. This is the really challenging thing. This is where uh, when we have retrogrades plural, we're going to discover, you know, what we need to be paying extra attention to. We're going to find out what is not functioning well. We're going to find out where things are not stable. We're going to find out where people are not telling us the truth. We're going to find out where danger lies for us and where we're being deceived, okay? We're going to find out what we haven't mastered. Now, I don't want to freak people out by that because they think, oh, no, unexpected danger, right? <laughs> that's really scary and, and all this uncertainty and, ooh, you know, that's, that's not a good thing. But what this does is to, when we look at the, the retrogrades as a plural, what it's sharing with us is it's, look, it's saying, look, this isn't what you thought it was. Here's your opportunity to make a change, right? And retrogrades are great for changes. They're great for shifting and adjusting and redirecting our course and things. And that's exactly why we are given multiple retrogrades to be shown, not to overwhelm us, not to scare us, not to make us live in fear, but to show us what needs to be changed that we haven't been able to see, okay, that has been cloaked in all the doing maybe. And that's why oftentimes, this is about rest and pausing as well because it's about that observation. When we stand still and we observe and we really look at what's happening, we realize, okay, this is coming up so that I can, uh, you know, this is coming up so that I can uh, make a shift. This is coming up so that I know what to be releasing in my life, and, um, you know, that's a big thing, and I'm, I'm hoping everybody is hearing me right now, um, and I think everybody is, but I just had somebody that was sent me a message saying they were having a hard time hearing, so <laughs> I'm hoping all is good with that, and uh, so anyways, when we get into this aspect, that's a big piece of the retrograde, and What's really interesting is when we start to come to this convergence factor in things because convergence is all about the soul, right? The retrograde is about the responsibility and gaining enlightenment, but the convergence is is the soul piece. It's like where are you going to operate without money? What are the really important things in life, right? It's, it's not how much money you make or what job title you carry or the clothes you wear or where you go eat dinner at. The really important things are connection, communication, 
um, caring for yourself, rest, being in tune with that divine presence. And so this is a really, you know, important piece here that comes through. And so we have this piece, when we have a convergence, there's, in some ways, there's a conflict energy, but in another way, it's about, okay, let's balance this. Let's balance the spiritual and the material world. So when the convergence comes into the picture and it brings the spiritual piece in that says, hey, I can't be ruled (laughs) by all of these responsibilities, and, you know, I really love what you're doing, but let's reflect on this a little bit. Let's take a little deeper look at this. And in doing that, it will also make you take a look and say, how important are these responsibilities that you've taken on? You know, how important is it to work 80 hours a week to have this one thing in your life? Um, And that's going to be different for different people. You know, some people will go, oh, yeah, that's worth it. But, of course, you know, if you're working 80, 120 hours a week, like I know some people that work that, like I've worked that plenty of times in my life and probably still do at this point, (laughs) really. Um, I know I put in at least 80 or 90 hours a week, probably further up there as well. But when we look at these pieces, then it's, it's really about, you know, is it worth it doing this? Because if I'm working all of these hours, how am I ever going to enjoy that? You know, isn't it more important to share time with friends or family or, you know, doing what just breaks your heart wide open? And when I say that, not breaking your heart, but breaking it open. (laughs) In other words, feeling all that heart energy that you're passionate and that you love and that allows you to really feel alive and energized. Um, So that's a big piece. So as these two start to connect and we look at, you know, the plural of things here, let's say, um, we've, got, we've got two different pieces that come together. When we look at the singular retro, or when we look at the plural of the retrogrades, I'm sorry, I should have <laughs> made that note on there. When we look at the plural aspect of the retrogrades, what we're finding is that this opens us to the possibility for success. Um, It does a couple of things. People will tend to get very dramatic. It all depends on where they are in the spectrum and how consciously they're living their life. Um, We can run into very dramatic personalities. We can run into people that have a very strong temperament. Um, A lot of personal magnetism will go on. So we'll see a lot of people that maybe start to, um, you know, whether it's have affairs or whether – you know, they um, are, you know, start to take interest in somebody. There's the chemistry that comes up. Uh, they might be a little more influential during that period of time when we look at this. So there are definitely a lot of components. And actually, I should have re-looked at this. I'm kind of like looking and re-looking here all at the same time, but yeah, so there's, when we look at this convergence of multiple retrogrades going on at one time, then, yeah, it's, it's our opportunity to reach out, and, and it's our opportunity also to speak our voice. So basically what we have here is 
depending on where somebody's at, they can exude more grace, more charisma, more charm. It can be a great time to ask for things in certain ways, for getting favors from people. It can be a great time for putting things out there. Um, On the other hand, for those people who maybe aren't as conscious about what's going on, they can be the ones that tend to be highly reactive in a more angry aspect. So when we talk about the abusers out there, uh, and we get a retrograde convergence going on, uh, then we are talking about an aspect that they will desire to have more control because the retrogrades are going to trigger a sense of them feeling less control and less power in their lives. And this is also going to um, make that energy which is trying to control try to suppress the victims, try to create more suffering, more mental anxiety, come down harder in that kind of mental abuse, brainwashing sort of way. So this is where when we start to talk about some of the things of programming happening, they will look for periods like uh, a retrograde convergence, for example, in order to put in the fear, to put in the programming and things because they know people are already off guard. They're already in a reactive space. They're already in a more dramatic place. So the reactions are going to be higher during this time. And and that's just a huge, huge piece in there. Now, when we look at overload, okay, overload has two polarities to it, Okay as two, two very, very distinct aspects uh, that are going on. And those two aspects, when we're in overload, can be either breakdown or breakthrough, to put it simple. We can either be in that space that if, we're, if we break down at this point on overload, then what happens is that we start to create accidents for ourselves. This is where I call in, call it the, the, it's like a pattern of strange accidents and fatalities. So we see these strange incidents that are happening everywhere, like it appears somebody's in the wrong place at the wrong time, okay? Um, they're near somebody who's going through a breakdown instead of a breakthrough. And this is where our mind becomes very important, as we talked about through Yehuda's message and things like that, because being able to have that mind and step into the positive thoughts, this is where the positive thoughts help us move to the breakthrough instead of the breakdown. If we can use that overload to create the breakthrough, then we create a very powerful blessing for ourselves. That's where we create the miracle instead of the strange accidents. <laughs> and we're, I'm sure a lot of people are like, give me those miracles <laughs> right now. My hand is up. I'll take the miracles, right? Uh, well, this is where we invite in the divine energy. And so having that positive thought when we're in the overload, which comes from the retrograde convergence or retrograde convergence, that's going on like now, what we then do is create an amazing level of success. This is where we can get to that happiness space, get to the achievement space, get to the space where our efforts pay off in things. 
So think about that when you're feeling overload because the choice is always yours. Are you going to pick breakthrough or are you going to pick breakdown? That choice is yours, and only you are going to choose it. Nobody's going to choose that for you. We'd like to blame it on other people a lot of times and say, you put me over the edge. (laughs) No, it's only our own mind that can do that. It's up to us to think the thoughts to get ourselves through that and to step out of the overload and to honor that little more rest in that period and to see it come through. So now you're probably wondering, come on, come on, come on, get some more of the, the information here. <laughs> and here. But we've got to have that foundation to work from because we really need to understand about retrograde and really understand what this energy is about for us. So again, responsibility in there. And responsibilities don't have to be heavy. You know, matter of fact, when we meet our responsibilities and we focus on that, then if we focus on it not being a burden and meeting and we focus on meeting those responsibilities, we end up freeing up a lot of energy in our sphere. We end up lightening up our sphere tremendously. So that's a really, really huge piece in there. So let's let's start off with the beginning. We have a planet right now that's getting ready to go direct. It's been in retrograde since January 7th, so we actually started to see little remnants of this before the end of the year come into play. Actually, about last fall, we started to see some of these pieces come into play, and that is Jupiter retrograde. Now, Jupiter is a really, um, you know, when we look at this from the code of, of um, from the code aspect what we find with Jupiter is Jupiter is a, a lot about promise, okay? And I don't mean unfulfilled promises, but it's the promise of being able to step into your power. It's the promise of being able to take command of your life. This is why it's associated so many times with the earthly world, with success, with fortune and blessings. Jupiter is connected to the energy of harvest, okay? And what Jupiter does is Jupiter is not just about money or fortune. Jupiter is about you being able to carry out your own plans in life, you being able to move forward with what you want to move forward through, not what the whole rest of the world tells you to do, okay? So that harvest energy is really, really amazing to bring in. And, of course, this is a big thing, especially for people who are in the southern hemisphere, Australia and places like that, because they are in that harvest season right now. And so to have the retrograde, you know, sometimes automatically we've been programmed that, oh, well, if it's retrograde, that means it's not coming through. Well, no, not necessarily. Again, it shows that we can have our harvest, but we need to, we will get that harvest through responsibility, okay? So that means that our harvest is, is, uh, is there, it's available to us, and we have to take responsibility for our own lives and our own choices. As we do that, then we can see enormous successes in our life. And what happens with that too in this energy pattern is that it also brings it into a very deep personal level. So the responsibility then is not just about the outer world in this particular case because of the way the energy shifts. It's the responsibility to self 
and how are you honoring that? So that's what this last um, several months have been about, or since January 7th in particular, have been about, and we're going to see the remnants. Again, this is going direct in about three days, so we're going to start to ease out of some of this energy. Now, the other piece of Jupiter is it combines with the retrograde code energy is Jupiter also is about closure. So it's about bringing closure or completing things so that you can move forward in life. It's about finishing things up. And, of course, we know that's a huge thing with it being 2016. So this is about personal closure when we get into it. You see how things are starting to connect? This is personal closure and personal power and living as one's own personal full self. That is where our greatest responsibility is. That's what Jupiter retrograde is sharing with us, that your greatest responsibility is to your own greatest personal self. Okay, that's your soul self. Being your best fulfilled self. Being in your best self. So that retrograde has shown us maybe where we haven't been doing that. This retrograde has been showing us how to do that. So this is a big, big piece for us. And when we do this, what it creates is it creates peace. It creates love in our world. It opens us to relationships that are powerful and loving. Okay. It opens us to wisdom. And it opens up to being able to experience life as spirit. And that place is amazing. That place is beautiful. And, and those that have followed my journey know I had some very firsthand experience of stepping into these different things and being superior to the difficulties and the trials that I was going through. You know, like not, you know, being in my vehicle at minus 30 and minus 40 degrees over winter um, and, and, and accepting my responsibility. And in the process of that, I was given a place to be for a month in the cold part of the winter here. So it promises future blessings. It promises being able to move forward. It promises being the person that people will remember for things like kindness and compassion and a loving heart. And that is exactly how people are thinking of me here. So when we utilize this opportunity, it's a very, very powerful opportunity. You know, it's not a burden in our life. It's a very powerful opportunity. Look at the next retrograde that we have in motion right now, and that is Saturn retrograde. Now, how many people think out there, and I'm sure there's going to be a whole lot of hands that go up, that Saturn is a bunch of yucky, heavy, garbage energy, (laughs) right? Because that's what we've been programmed, right? Well, guess what? Saturn isn't that at all. Saturn isn't that at all. Saturn is about wisdom. Saturn is about advancement in the material world. Saturn is about success, but Saturn is also about patience, and that's where I think people feel or have been led to believe that Saturn is heavy, yucky energy because it requires patience. 
it's a process. It's not something that's going to necessarily um, happen quickly, okay? Uh, that is where Saturn gets its bad rep from because it's a little more meticulous. It takes its time. It's kind of like a turtle that ends up winning the race at the end. That's what I would equate Saturn to as a better parallel. You know, it's going along, la, 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 la. I don't have to run and all of these things. I'm going to look around as I go, <laughs> see what's here. I'm going to stop and have a bite to eat, okay? That's Saturn. But you know what? The turtle wins in the end, right? The turtle comes out doing very well and gets there just as fast in the long run. And... What this promises, Saturn's energy promises us or shares with us the opportunity to have success, to get through the initiation, and to be able to have that fortunate future. So when we look at our Saturn energy, it's all about setting up for the longer term. It's all about setting up the foundation of what we want in life. And when we combine this with the retrograde energy, what we have is this is talking about focusing on those responsibilities that will make you solid and stable in your future. And some people will say, oh, but we shouldn't talk about the future, (laughs) right? Aren't we supposed to be living in the moment? Yes and no, okay? Um, Because... Every moment is going to create our future. So what we put in motion here and now, what we choose to be responsible with here and now in our material world is what is going to set us up for maybe a more comfortable future, maybe a future that we don't have to worry about things so much. If we set a little bit, and my dad was great with this. He was a Capricorn. He had a lot of Saturn energy. And he always had that money set aside for the rainy day, right? He always had, he always prepared for the future so that he never had to worry about it. Now, he he still had a lot of worry energy. <laughs> he worried about a lot of things anyways. But that's besides the point. That was part of his codes and his nature and things like that. But it was about setting up. I equate the Saturn retrograde is kind of like, taking that really good weather, which a lot of us here in the U.S. are coming up on really great weather, right? Canada is coming up on really great um, weather uh, as well as they're entering into to the summer season and things like that. And we use this time to what? Make home improvements, right? We, and, and we use this time to repair things around our house, uh, for example. So there are some astrologers that would probably not agree with me that a retrograde is a good time to do that. But when we look at this, I'm just giving an example here that we utilize this favorable time where we can invest in that so that when winter rolls around again, we don't have pipes breaking, right? We know that the heater is working. So you go through and you check all of these things. Well, that's kind of what the Saturn retrograde is like. It's about checking in on everything. It's about, is everything functioning well? What do I need to fix and mend and repair right now? Um, What is the slow process? It's about, can I have the patience? But it is so much about this beautiful success energy. It's 
It's about wisdom. And if we are wise, we don't say, hey, I've got 10 bucks. Let me go spend it right now. We take it and say, hmm, gee, I could use that 10 bucks and buy, you know, a new uh, piece to go around my windows so that I've got better insulation in the house. Um, so it's operating with wisdom is what it's doing. It's operating from wisdom. And in doing that, we actually end up allowing ourselves luxuries. <laughs> it sounds like it's all responsibilities, but we get to the luxuries through the responsibility pieces. So it actually gives us that chance to take a little breather, to take a little rest, to, to feel the stability in our life. But again, we can't do that if we're running around panicked all over the place, crazy with everything. And this retrograde started on March 25th. It's going to go through August 13th, okay? And then, of course, we'll have the post period after that um, that will be going on. But the intensity period will be there. Now, when we bring this energy together as Saturn retrograde and the codes come together and they mix together, here again, what we're dealing with is deception. So even though we have these success pieces going on, as we start to gain the success, as we start to gain the solidity in our life, we're also going to find out who really truly supports us during this time because Saturn has a lot to do with support as well. And we're going to find out where things are not as stable as we think they are. We're going to find out who's operating with integrity in our life and who isn't who is turning their back on us, who is saying things about us that aren't favorable, these sorts of things. That is all going to come to light under a Saturn retrograde. So this is where also it gets some of that reputation for being heavy, yucky, icky energy because so many people go, oh, my gosh, all these bad things are happening to me. No, all these bad things aren't happening to you. Um, this is simply a process that's unfolding that says, here's what you need to pay attention to, and this is something you need to release so that you can move forward, so that you can have that stability, so that you can have the successes going on in your life. Okay? So we don't like to deal with it because we've got this multitude of things going on in our lives, and it's like, I put all this time and effort into this, and now you just want me to let it go. <laughs> Well, sometimes we couldn't see that those components were what they were until this energy kicks into motion. So sometimes we weren't able to see the deceivers until the retrograde period hit with this. So it's a really powerful thing. And the more we're willing to embrace that transformative time to say, cool, I can get rid of what isn't good in my life. It's kind of like, great, here's some more trash to get rid of <laughs> so that my house doesn't have to smell like garbage, right, and rotting food and things like that. Okay, that's what, it, that's what it's like. You're just taking out the garbage, okay? You wouldn't let the garbage pile up all over your house and get all icky and stinky and germy and, you know, crud everywhere and bugs everywhere and stuff like that. Well, this is no different. 
This is just showing you what it is, and that can take us by surprise sometimes. Granted, it definitely can. So what we want to do is the Saturn retrograde beckons us to let go where there's deception. Be willing to look at it. Don't run from it. Don't be afraid from it. Look at it and realize you've surpassed this. You don't need this in your life. It's coming to surface so that you can let it go and move on and approach it that way. Thank you for showing yourself to me. Now I'm going to move in a different direction or I'm moving in a direction that doesn't include this for you, <laughs> as the case may be. Okay? Because, again, we got to, with the other retrogrades, take care of self, right? And keeping a lot of garbage in our energy sphere is not taking care of our soul self. It's not allowing our soul self to be at its best. Okay, it's not allowing us to be at our best. And that's a huge thing. Venus retrograde. Venus retrograde just kicked in on April 17th. It goes through June 29th. And I think that this is one of the ones that really heavily hit people. And the reason I say that is because we all know Venus is the planet of love and relationships and feel goods and travel and things like that. And so when Venus goes retrograde, there's a lot of people that automatically start to feel that absence of love. What happens is not even the absence of love so much, but what gets triggered in them a lot of times are self-worth patterns. Am I good enough? What's going on? I don't feel wanted. I don't feel cared for. And all those types of patterns tend to start running in people on a very subconscious level, which is interesting and ironic in a way because it really isn't about that at all. And yes, Venus can affect our relationships, but what happens with Venus is Venus actually is coded to an energy pattern that provides us strength through experiences. So it needs us to feel our hearts going wide open. It needs us to feel what is happening in our life. And oftentimes we stay so busy in life and we're getting all these favorable experiences that we're not really feeling everything that we need to feel in life. And this energy pattern definitely benefits through observation. Okay, this is a big thing. This is one where actually the reflection period works very well for us because it shows us the lessons that we've learned in life. And it shows us how we've overcome certain things and we're not reacting in the way that we would have, say, 20 years ago in our life. I certainly know the way I respond to things now is not the way I reacted to them 20 years ago or 30 years ago or even 10 years ago, for that matter, in life. So um, there is definitely that. And experiences can be all different kinds of things, but they're coming up to show us what we've learned. And when we, we look at that, Venus beckons us to stop, reflect, really look at what's going on, really delve into the moment, really feel it, and don't be afraid of those feelings. Even if it feels painful, then take the time to cry it out. Take the time to release it in there. Release those emotions that have been built up and also rejoice. Rejoice in what you have learned 
in this process. And this is a big time to do it. Most people don't use the retrogrades for rejoicing, but they're a great time to rejoice as well. And when we combine that with the responsibility factor, it shows us that also this is a piece about being responsible in what we're feeling, taking accountability for self, but also realizing that what we've learned in life is a piece of operating responsibly. So, And this is being responsible as well in our connections with other people, our communications with other people, but being responsible in our experiences and, and the experiences that we're getting in life. So um, it, it's a big piece in there. As these energies interweave and they start to interact together, what we find is that we can have some advancements in the material world. That's right. Actually, during Venus retrograde, we can have advancement in the material world. And I'll tell you, there's probably not another astrologer out there (laughs) that's going to say that um, very often because they'll say, no, no, that's not the time for home repairs and things like that. Well, maybe not home repairs, but, you know, it's uh, definitely a time that there can still be advancements in our material world. And when we look at that piece, though, we do have to... um, be a little careful because even though we can get a sudden advancement, there can also be competition and that sudden success or that sudden windfall or that sudden advancement that comes through can also be something that triggers a fear or threatens so-called enemies. And enemies, of course, are only the shadow side of ourselves. They are the those that choose to control and dominate in the world, um, those that are jealous because they haven't learned to be grateful for their own pieces in the world, okay? And that can make us a little more susceptible to receiving what feels like being attacked, okay? Um, this is where people start to feel a little more attacked by people. And so we are likely to see this, and this is still building right now because we really haven't quite hit the zenith point of this retrograde. Um, Over the second half of May, we'll see more of this come out. And what what this is is we're probably going to see more military moves happening during this time because when Venus goes retrograde, it oftentimes will favor military, um, political leaders, things like that. And, uh, and and this will oftentimes be uh, a point in which they will uh, maybe make a rash, sudden move in order to, to gain a form of control um, and things. So when we are making these advancements, Venus retrograde reminds us that we have to be vibrating at love or above. We have to be vibrating on the... the wavelengths of peace and love and compassion. Um, And that is the way that we can dissolve the backlashes or the the reactions or um, movements by 
by others around us. And that's why when we look at it in combination, say, with Saturn retrograde, that it becomes so important that we release these people who are deceptive, who are reactive like this, who are operating as an enemy, so to say, in our life. Um, so we it, it's that time that we want to operate cautiously, and you've, you've got to stand in your light as you move into successes right now. That is what Venus retrograde is sharing with us. Is you must, must, must stand in that light. So it's very important. And that, again, becomes the bigger responsibility, the bigger picture, right, to stand in that divine light over, you know, whether you have this for dinner or that for dinner, <laughs> okay? What you have for dinner tonight doesn't matter half as much as what you're standing in that divine light because that's what's really going to make the difference for you in there. So moving on, the next one that we have going on right now, which also kicked in um, just recently, which I think also was a big trigger for a lot of people, is the Pluto retrograde. Now, Pluto normally goes retrograde for a few months every year. It started on April 18th. It's going to continue until September 26th, so just after our autumn equinox time period in here. And why is the Pluto retrograde so important? Well, this is a big piece that a lot of people miss about Pluto retrograde. First of all, let's take a look at Pluto and what Pluto's energy is. When we look at Pluto, Pluto is about contradiction, okay? And, of course, we know that Pluto governs the sign of Scorpio, and there's a lot of people that probably have felt like, oh, my gosh, you know, Scorpio <laughs> is full of contradictions. That makes total, total sense to me in some ways, right? But it's about contradiction is the Pluto energy. And what this reminds us with Pluto is that we are sitting in the wheel of fortune energy. Things could go either direction. We could take a big rise in the world or we could take a big fall in the world. And where that wheel falls depends on whether you bring things together harmoniously or whether you get in conflict and contradiction with people, whether you're walking your talk or whether you're just talking your talk, so to say, okay? Pluto's energy reminds us that we need to set aside something for our future. We need to set something in place and that as we're making our choices, that we need to consider how the future is going to grow, how, what is going to be our needs, what is going to be important. Okay, um, this can also show us, and another big piece that is really triggering people, and I've seen this over the last month, so it definitely kicked in during the pre-retrograde phase, is that about trust. And it has triggered our trust issues. It triggers a lot of trust issues. It shows us who opposes us, who is with us, who's in competition with us, where we're going to need to start over again. Um, as a matter of fact, it's been during this pre Pluto retrograde phase that I found out that I've got to totally redo my website. <laughs> yep, going to have to start that all over again. Going to have to start the whole reinventing process all over again. I'm not void of it. None of us are. How we work with it, whether I sit here and go, gosh darn it, I've got to start and I've got to redo the whole website and complain about it, or whether I jump in there and I say, okay, well, this is going to be a great opportunity for me to reinvent myself and 
set forward in place, in motion, the energy to create an even stronger future for myself. Now, in doing that, I can get the benefits of that wheel of fortune energy, so to say, whereas if I get wrapped up in all the conflict and the competition and all of those sorts of things, um, then it can be very, very challenging for me, and I could, you know, just my future could fall out on me, so to say, in that sense. So again, where are we being responsible? Where are we operating with self-responsibility in regards to our future? And self-responsibility means not getting wrapped up in these competitions, okay? Because self is spirit. So if we are being responsible to spirit, to our personal self, we will not engage in these competitions. And anybody who wants to try to engage in competitions with us, we need to let them go. You don't need that kind of energy in your life. So when we bring this together as a Pluto retrograde, Pluto retrograde is the big one that shows us where we need to harmonize our material and spiritual world. It's going to give us the opportunity to create balance during this time, and that wants that, that's a big focus we need to have. How do I create the balance between the material and the spiritual world? I can't wait it too much because each one is important. And this is a time where the material world wants to come in and take control and overpower the spirit and flush the spirit down, whether that is through the burden of responsibilities, which is usually the case during a retrograde, is look at all these responsibilities you, you have to meet. You can't go out and have fun. Okay, so it tries to squash our spirit. When uh, the competition factors come in and the trust factors come in, it tries to squash our spirit and our values. So we have to get back into salt and get connected and step out of that competition and realize there is no competition when we're in the soul self. Okay, so that's that's a big piece with our Pluto retrograde. Now, Mercury retrograde, of course, that is coming and going, like I said, four times this year, right? We had our first one much earlier in the year. It started, uh, let's see here, I think it started back around the turn of the year or it will be at the turn of the year again. Um, But one of the big ones that we're in right now is this kicked in April 28th. It's going to run through May 22nd. Uh, We have another one that kicks in August 30th and goes through September 22nd. And then, yeah, we have still another one that's coming this year that starts December 19th and goes until January 8th of next year. So with the Mercury retrograde, what's very interesting with Mercury is um, we've heard more and more come out about it because that's the one a lot of people tend to get wrapped up in. And we're told don't do the logical thing, don't make the big purchases, don't, you know, this is when our our communications can break down and so on and so forth. But what's very, very interesting is Mercury's energy is also about bringing in success into our lives tremendously. It's about receiving help from others. It's about being able to put forth our future plans and have them work out. Um, This is definitely Lyra energy, Lyra being the planet of lions and cats and sea lions and 
that whole energy, which is a very healing energy. But when we look at this energy, what it is, and this is, you know, really going to hit in probably in August in the pre-period, we'll see this a lot, that it's all about letting go of the traditional program thinking and stepping into our creative self. And this is where I think it got some of its bad rap is because those that like to keep control and that are trying to do all this programming into our heads, they want us to think that it's a horrible time for us because what happens in this time is we get creative, which means we can separate from them and connect with spirit and connect with divine presence, and therefore it no longer has power over us, (laughs) okay, because we're in creative mindset. So it gets very fearful that it's going to lose people because it doesn't have the programming control over us that it normally would have over us. Um, And so it creates this fear of, oh, don't think about things, don't do this, you know, because bad things will happen to you. Well, that's, that's not necessarily true. It's about using our creative energy. And as we know, when we use and work from the creative self, that's when we see major successes as well in our life. And again, meeting the responsibility. How can you get creative with your responsibilities in life? Okay? So when we bring this together, what we find is the Mercury retrograde, interestingly enough, is a piece about being on one's own. It's about taking time for oneself in the world. And even though this can be associated with so-called unfortunate energy materially, um, this is a very powerful time for uh, actually thoughtful deduction. It's a very powerful time to brainstorm in things. Actually, our mental superiority will actually surface during a Mercury retrograde. So even though we might need to leave it in the brainstorming phase and come back to it after the, the retrograde has passed, we can get some of our greatest ideas during this time. Some of our most genius strokes of information can come in, our greatest understanding can come in during this period of time. And, and here again, you know, we talk about it not really being a time for the material world so much, but the difference here is is that we step into our own personal power during the Mercury retrograde, again, because we're not receiving the, the technical programming. We're not, we're not going to accept the mechanical, robotic, machinery stuff. And this is why machinery breaks down during this time, because we're, we're tapped in and connected with creative energy, which machinery and material world things have no power over. So you're literally stepping into your own personal power during this time and material things are not governing you during this time. So, boy, if that didn't just change your whole attitude about Mercury retrograde, (laughs) I don't know what would do it. But this is why we get the communication breakdown because people will separate off because they, they connect more with spirit during that time period. So really powerful when we look at the Mercury retrograde, right? Now we get into the two pieces that are going to be more upcoming for us um, in things. 
And the first one that is getting ready to come in in the near future is we're in the pre-period of it, Neptune retrograde. That's going to be starting on June 13th. It's going to go through November 19th. Okay, so it's 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 got a, a, a bit of a time, and this is standard. Again, we see Pluto, Neptune, Uranus, all retrograde starting around this time of year, summertime, and on into the late fall time period in there. Um, so this is not anything new. It's, it's, it's really, I look at this kind of saying like this really isn't a lot different than the sun giving way to the moon and the moon giving way to the sun <laughs> on a day-to-day basis because they do this dance every single year. Um, when we look at the Neptune retrograde, what we have with Neptune is where there is, where there is power surfacing in the world, true power that is of divine source, that is where we're going to be attempts to have that energy quieted down. Okay, it's what we call the, uh, you know, this is where control tries to come down even heavier. Okay, and whoever is speaking out against the so-called controlling forces on the planet Um, are likely to experience some difficulties because they are attempting to be silent and they don't want people speaking out against the truth. So this is a, you know, again, it's a period of where hidden things can come to light. It's a period of where whatever is not operating with integrity, wherever there is treachery from other people, that is going to be shown during this time. So again, you're really going to get to know who is with you, who isn't with you, who is going to, you know, who really is trying to control you because those those control patterns are going to become even more evident. And um, especially where people feel that, that, that responsibility that they have to meet responsibilities. And if they're not listening to their own voice, um, this is where they can really get into trouble by listening to other people more so than other times. Uh, what's very interesting, though, even though you have these kind of turbulent, very personalized, rough components to Neptune retrograde, when we bring this energy pattern together, when we combine these vibrational energies together, what we find is we find peace and love in that code. Isn't that beautiful? Even though the turbulence, what happens is this is like this is like the the abused person who walks away from their abuser, right? They start to get peace in their life again. They start to be able to feel love in their life again, and that's really incredible. And that's really really powerful in there. Um, so when we look at this. Uh, I know that I always get a greater sense of peace during the second half of the year, and it's probably connected to this Neptune retrograde. And what the Neptune retrograde then does for us in the midst of all these other things is it's showing us that little glimmer of of hope. It's showing us that glimmer of light um, in the midst of all the harshness right now. Um, So it's reminding us that peace and love is the most important thing. So how blessed are we 
to get this every single year for several months out of the year, right? We're talking about five months out of the year that we get this incredible energy that reminds us to come from the heart, that reminds us that we're loved, that reminds us that it's going to be okay. That's really, really powerful. And this is also a period where we can imprint very strong memories on people. This is where we really set the imprint of what we will be remembered for with people and situations. You want to think about that too. Are you coming from that piece of love? Are you missing that? Because it will be incredibly, incredibly powerful. Wow. That's exciting news, huh? The Uranus retrograde. When we look at the Uranus retrograde, it's very similar to the Mercury retrograde. Actually, it has the same energy current vibrationally as the Mercury retrograde. (laughs) Who would have thought that, huh? Right? And, And what do we do? This comes in around July 29th this year goes until December 29th. So we've got a five-month period with this, right? And this is where a lot of people say, oh, there's just more people on the Internet right now because it's summer and people are getting ready to go back to school and blah, 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 and then it's the holidays and then it's this and then it's that, right? But here again, what happens? This kicks in at a time when Neptune is retrograde and it's bringing peace and love in the world and it's opening our hearts and thus stimming our creativity and so we're able to pull away from these influential controlling sources in our life. So this this becomes a very, very powerful time. Now here again, this is that period where maybe it's, it's not all about the money piece. You know, it's about living in the spirit during this time. And we have a lot of things that happen in the world from harvest seasons and transitions seasonally and, um, you know, the holidays and Christmas and things like that that all come up and, you know, stimulate it and try to, you know, maybe have that material imprint in a way, but it's also a very giving time in a way. And here again, it's where we can get some of our greatest thoughts. It's also that time where we start to Retreat a little bit, okay? At least in the northern hemisphere, we do more retreating because we're moving into our winter, right? We're moving into that introspective self-time period that allows us to really look back and go, wow, what a year this has been, you know, and and take that time for me in there. And we have to remember that self is spirit, okay? We're not talking ego self. Self literally when we look at codes and the vibrational pattern is about spirit and divine presence. So never feel guilty about taking time for self. <laughs> right? In there. So I want to touch a little bit because even though this gives us a little hope with a couple of the retrogrades that we tend to finish the year out with, right? We do have these patterns and I want to give you kind of a little outline of some of the flow between now and the rest of the year with these retrograde patterns and their interactions that are going on. And I also want to remind you that this convergence of seven retrogrades, you know, um, this, this is so incredibly powerful because we have two things, five retrogrades all at once, 
but the influence of seven retrogrades um, happening at this time. And the influence of five retrogrades is all about lessons learned. Okay, it's all about what have you learned to this point in your life. And when we look at the influence of the other two in there, and we look at the seven-layer influence with retrogrades, then what we find is, again, this beautiful unfolding into the peace and love energy. So this portal, as challenging as it is for people, it's really a portal of peace. That's what it's really about. It's really a portal of peace and love. But we still have to choose that peace and love. We still have to choose it. And how do we choose it? And how do we get there? We get there by reflecting and realizing the lessons learned. We get there by functioning in learned lessons and not repeating what we've done in the past that caused us problems, but operating from our wisdom and our creativity. So when we when we look forward here a little bit and we look at what's going on and, uh, you know, we take this whole cumulative energy, of course, and we look at all the, the cumulative things that are going to go on for like the next three days, why is this so intense? Because it's all about the deception. It's all about being shown where there's that lack of integrity going on, okay? And when that shifts, that's going to shift May 9th. So from May 9th to May 22nd, we then enter a new energy pattern. It goes on, right, because we have ones that are dropping off and ones that are coming in and there. And so from that time period, we now enter an energy pattern that is all about your personal power. It's all about taking command of your life. And it's all about using your wisdom to be all-powerful. It's all about not letting addictions and things rule you and you really being in charge of your life. This is a great time in a lot of ways to be able to make some leaps and bounds in your life. So May 9th to May 22nd for that. Then we look at the cumulative energy, which runs from May 22nd to June 13th. And these dates are because this is when the retrogrades are becoming direct again or things like that, or the new retrogrades are coming in. So that's why these dates are coming in. And what we find from June, um, from May 22nd to June 13th, we then again find that, that lessons learned energy comes in very strong. So it gives us that chance to operate from our wisdom to um, show that we've learned to operate more wisely in the world instead of reacting and getting into petty little competitions with people that we turn and go, you know what? I'm going to step away from this right now and reflect on it, and I may or may not come back to it. Or, hey, nope, I've been down that road, thanks, but I'm going to go do this. <laughs> okay? So operating from that lesson learned space. When we look at June 13th through June 29th, this is a period where we can receive assistance. This is a period, man, call on your angels, call them for it, call on the divine presence. Um, tap into your support systems around. Tap into your resources. Tap in. Go talk to your boss for a raise. That's the time to get it. This is the time to get other people helping you out and supporting you where you need it. You know, again, don't just push off everything onto everybody else, but this is where you can gain the support you need. This is where you can get other people helping you out is during this period. 
Now, we've got another little bumpy period that goes uh, basically through the month of July. It's June 29th through July 29th. And that's where the competition energy is really going to surface. So you've got to be able to stand really strong. And that's why it's important to already set these other pieces into place and not get wrapped up in the drama and the trauma and getting sucked into the reaction and the competition of things. If you feel yourself going into that space, pause, step, take a step back, and let yourself step out of it. Okay? July 29th through August 13th, we then are stepping into the next round of powerful energy. So if you can get through that that one month of July, <laughs> it's going to start looking a whole lot better. Okay? When we get into that period, July 29th through August 13th, we now open up into a period where you can really take command of others. Okay, this is where you really have the opportunity to step into a leadership position if you want to. Um, you may find yourself in that position, or it could be a good time to find somebody to help you um, that, that serves as a leader or a guide or something like that for you. Um, this is also a time period where we've got to be very careful about the people we're surrounded with, which is why it's so important to clear them out before you get to this time period, because this is a time period where downfall will come from other people's poor choices and the spaces they're in. So if you're keeping a lot of people who are stuck in their garbage around you, they could suck you down a little bit with them. And you've got to pay attention to that. Uh, August 13th through August 30th, so those last couple of weeks of of August, again, it's about taking charge, taking control of your life, um, pulling it together, being your own person at that point. As we move forward into the fall, coming up on the the fall or autumn equinox, we have August 30th through August 22nd, and that shifts us into an energy that is what is known as the revolutionary energy pattern. Uh, This is a time where it's going to be very interesting to see what happens in our world. This is the time where people are very prone to rebel. This is the time where people are very prone to lash out. This is a time where we could see a whole lot of things from the literal revolution to people lashing out against each other, cultures, races, or wars breaking out. Or we, I mean, we could see a whole lot of things. Thank goodness this is only a two-week period. This is a period that I say step back. <laughs> Go find your space in nature and step back from the world a bit because you don't want to get wrapped up in that kind of drama that's going on, and again, it's this imbalance. What it's going to be founded in is the material world trying to overpower the spirit and trying to drop us into fear, um, and we don't need to be in that space. Uh, September 22nd to September 26th, again, we are getting another period. It's a small period, just a few days, to really step in and own our power at that time. Then from September 22nd through November 19th, This is another power time of being able to shine our light. This is where we can be strongly in divine connection. This is about um, stepping into great wisdom. This is where we can see some successes and some victories. And how wonderful that that is happening, again, near the harvest time of year. Um, This is where we can start to feel some of that relief in a way, um, the breakthrough period in, in this time period. And then from November 19th to December 19th, we come on to another very blessing kind of period. 
um, it's a mixture. You know, it's what I call a mixture is where simple pleasures are going to be more powerful. Again, stepping away from the material, making sure your spiritual self is being fed, uh, the divine self is being fed at that time. And then we close the year out with the responsibility piece. So even though we are prone to get very extravagant with people, also make sure those responsibilities are being met along the way. Wow. I wasn't sure why I was going to get through all of that today, and I know I kind of <laughs> have to rush it a little bit there at the end to get some of this in, but I did want to get all of uh, those different pieces in there for you where you really got a chance to um, see what we had coming up and, and what we have to kind of deal with for the rest of the year. And hopefully this has given you um, some different perspectives about retrograde energy and about um, you know, what is going on with it and how it functions and how it works and all of those kind of great things and pieces in there. Uh, next week on my show, I will have Master Matthew with me, and he's going to be sharing his work in electromagnetic healing. Don't forget, um, I've got the book out there, Embraced by the Divine. If you'd like to find out more about that, go to the website, embracedbythedivine.com, and you can check out all my work. Again, what I'm doing with codes, monthly video tips, archive shows, all of those great things on my website, jessianniclesgeorge, the number one.com. Also got the May special up up there. If you purchase the ebook version of either Activating Compassion or my book on relationships, You, Me, Life, and Dreams, I will send you its accompanying workbook in the ebook version, absolutely free. Don't forget we've got several shows here on Main Street Universe. Tuesdays we have Susan Reed who shares her work in herbs and natural plants. She really packs a lot of information into her half-hour show. And then Wednesdays, oftentimes, we have our flagship show with Daniel and Janice. Janice is doing her own show these days, um, so we're seeing her on periodically a couple of times a month or once a month uh, doing uh, rhythms and reflections. Darren Bouquet pops his head in every now and then from New Orleans uh, at Madame Laveau. Uh, so all kinds of things, different people doing once a month shows. So just got to kind of watch for it in there. This is Jesse Ann Nichols-George, and I should say Jesse on Nichols-George. I'm so glad that you joined me here today, and I want to thank you, um, send a thank you out to all of our listeners, not only those that are listening on Blog Talk, but those that are streaming live on PIN, known as Pair Encounters Network, Stream Finder, and Talk Stream Live. In addition, those that are catching our podcast at iTunes, TuneIn.com, and those catching the YouTube version of the show. Don't forget, if you've enjoyed the show today, share it with others. It's going to be available at the same link in our archive. I'm going to leave you today with the song Yearning For, also known as Over and Over. It's by Shemshai. Thank you so much, and I look forward to seeing you again next week right here on Decode Connection. May you enjoy the rest of your weekend and have a truly amazing week. And if I could see what makes me blind I would soar to the edge of my mind And to touch what seems unreal Just to show you the way that I feel And we are in time with time One with season of change inside And we are in tune with the tune Caught in a balance of sun and moon
With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.